always good to see you here, amen, on this uh, Sunday evening service. And uh, we are in the third week of our Family Wealth series. And uh, it, it was incredible last week, wasn't it? I mean, I really appreciated last week. Uh, Pastor Chuck, he uh, ministered on stewardship. And I encourage everybody to look on our church app concerning it, you know. Uh, he, he broke it down for us. He said uh, stewardship is simply the careful management of what God has placed in our hands. It's a management. We manage everything uh, we receive, what we have, is, is, is from God. Amen. So we're the good stewards. Uh, good stewards, I, and I like this, what he said, that good stewardship on our part it will break the cycle of poverty in our lives. Amen. And it all begins with budgeting, uh, meaning tracking our money to where it's going and where it should be uh, spent. And, and again, that's on our church app. I would like you to just take a look at it over again. He explains what a budget is and, and gives us a template for budgeting, and it, it's, it's, it's excellent. Bottom line is, faithful stewardship honors God. We're, we're, and we are all stewards, not just financially, but with our family just as well. Our goal is to leave a legacy for, our, for generations to follow, your generations to follow, our, uh, that our children's children's children will be blessed. What we sow into our children is important. And I might add being single, if you're single tonight, you know, it, uh, I believe that the, the principle applies the same. What you sow in your family is important. Do they see Jesus in your life? Amen. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for this evening. I thank you for your presence. I ask you, Lord God, for your Holy Spirit to minister. You know each and every one of us that is here tonight. Lord God, we're here to, to hear what you have to say to us in Jesus' name. Amen. So, church, what should be our chief goal, our aim to be tonight? That is, the answer is to glorify God. We are to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And so how do we do that? How do we glorify God by, uh, by being obedient and following God's word. It's what following God's word for what we read and what we hear day by day, not only at 6.30 on, uh, on Sunday evening. But when we do that, we, we follow God's word because we want to, not because we have to, because we love God. And, and as we do that, we, we see our lives begin to prosper. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, it reads, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe it, observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, look at it, and then you will have good success. And for us now in the new covenant, uh, God speaks to us in our hearts. He says, I'll write my commandments in your heart. 
And when you feel the leading of the Holy Spirit in your life, and you follow that, it would always produce, always would do good things. You're sowing righteousness. I always wondered, I asked the Lord in my early walk with the Lord, I said, well, when will my good seeds show up? You know, I, you know it seemed like uh, I had a lot of bad seeds, and, uh, and I was doing good uh, one Sunday, and I was doing good and good, and I go, Okay, so when does things start to change around here? And, and it does. You know, eventually, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the good seeds that you sow, doing the right things, you hear the Word of God spoken into your heart, and you follow it through, what happens, it does produce in you righteousness. It does produce just exactly what you want or, or need. You say, I want direction, I want guidance, and you're looking, and, and I'm doing right, I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to, but I don't feel God. Just stay with him. Stay with him long enough to have a relationship with God. God is, is not, uh, you know, it, 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 you, don't, you don't, God doesn't work like the world does. God God works uh, on his own means, and he, he treats us as his children. And he knows when to bless us. He knows when to, to uh, show his, 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 uh, his desire in our hearts. He knows what he, he wants in our lives. And what you got to do is follow it through. Just follow it through. You know, will you still uh, serve God if he hasn't blessed you? That's a hard thing to, to think about, you know. But the thing is, is that eventually it just starts all moving. It starts all moving. Amen. God wants us to prosper. You hear that? He wants us to prosper spiritually, physically, and financially. But it's not all up to God. Here's the kicker. It's also up to you and me. God is saying, look it. I'm waiting on you to make the first move. The first move by faith. And what is our move? That we believe in God's word. I said that we believe in God's word. In Hebrews eleven six, 6, it says, but without faith, without believing in God, without believing, amen, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You seek him, friend. As you seek him, amen, uh, he, he sees the hunger in your heart and the desire of your heart, amen, uh, that God, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to walk this walk, Lord, uh, and I'm just going to believe in you. I, I just certainly, I, I made up my mind I'm going to believe God. <laughs> I made up my mind that I was going to believe the Word of God. Because in the beginning, it was kind of, you know, you know, it, you know you're introduced to the Word of God. And it's like, uh, you know, and you, you're supposed to walk by faith. But, but how do you do that? And, and how do you move by faith? And, and uh, you know, uh, but what you do is, is you make up your mind. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have, and when I finally decided to follow Jesus 100%, friend, what happens is everything starts to be more clarified. 
So look at this is how it works. God will state it. God will speak into your heart. And when you know it's him that he spoke into your heart, then you initiate it. Then you, you do it. Uh, God, and God is the one who will bless what you do. He places his favor on it. It's incredible. It's just God's favor in your life. Amen. And it's there. It's there. And I, you know, I've lived that and I just know that God places his favor. I know he's working on that. And hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. And, you know, and there's things that he asks you to do and to, to, to think. He says in Romans 8, 38, uh, he says, we are more than conquerors. He wants you to think uh, and think correctly, think according to his word, that you're not only a conqueror, but you're more than a conqueror, friend. Amen. And he, he reminds you, he says, quit, quit thinking you're defeated. Quit thinking that, you know, that you'll never make it. Quit thinking that nothing will change. Nothing will change. This is you're more than a conqueror. Amen. He writes it in his word. He speaks to you in the spirit. And he gives you examples. And what you do is that you've got to believe that you are more than a conqueror. If you don't, that devil, amen, he'll walk all over you. He'll convince you that, no, you're not conqueror. You're, you're, come on, who are you kidding? But God continuously says that, and, in, uh, and, and he says, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He's not condemning you, and, he's, and he talks to us in our heart. I think he, he sets me up in, in my instance, because he, he knew I was thinking, thinking, you know, I was thinking, thinking, and he was, you know, he, he wanted me to think straight. He says, there is no more condemnation. He, he said, quit condemning yourself. Quit condemning yourself for the things that you have done in the past. There is no more condemnation. I stand, amen, not, not condemned by my Father in heaven. I'm, I stand, amen, uh, with God's favor on my life. Uh, and I stand as more of a conqueror, amen. Amen. And, and, and as uh, true wealth is in plain sight, friend, and right in front of you, your family and the family of God. If you notice a stream just stopped, I, I was studying and, and it's like I couldn't go any further. And I said, well, what is it, Lord? And I just, over and over, I said, Lord, you got, you got to give me a little bit more than this. Amen. Uh, and and, uh, and he, he brought me these, these, uh, uh, the scripture in Luke chapter 12, verse 15. He said, he said, then he said, which Jesus, he said, beware, guard against every, every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. Amen. It's a common misconception that, 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 uh, that Jesus, he used a word 
of caution. He says, beware. So many think that they can be happy by possessing nice home. You go, yeah, I could be happy with a new home, amen, or a fancy car or styling shoes, amen. You know, the thing is, those things don't guarantee happiness. They, they cannot bring uh, uh, contentment because sooner or later it, you get used to those styling shoes. They look nice, you know, or that house of you because you, now you're cleaning it, amen, and, and you are repairing it and everything it changes. Uh, no, no the, uh, our lives begins with a solid relationship with Jesus Christ. And the question is tonight, how solid are you? Are you 50%? Are you 70% with the Lord or 90%? Friend, you need to be 100% with God. Completely. You need to be all in. Amen. You need to be all in. Uh, you, you, you need to put, you need to take a, without, you need to be all in. Amen. But, you know, you say, well, you, you don't understand. Uh, you don't understand how broken I am. Uh, and, uh, you know, only God, listen to me, only God can truly heal a broken son, a broken father, a broken husband. Only God can truly heal a broken daughter, a broken mother, and a broken wife. Only God can restore a broken home, friend. And he restores it by his love, his word, his promises through his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. You need to make your relationship with God solid. He's bringing it to the table. Make your relationship solid because he's all in with you. He's all in with you. He, he, he's, he's here. Amen. I, I'm telling you, he's all in. He, 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 he loved us uh, when we were, were worse. Uh, amen. And he, his hand uh, uh, is here for us, friend. He can heal that brokenhearted of yours. Only he can and nothing else. You, you'll try to use other means to heal that broken heart, another relationship or, or, or something else that will, that will numb the pain in your, in, your, in your heart or in your mind. And send a friend, you're going to wake up and you're still going to feel the pain. You can still feel the, the brokenness inside your heart. I'm telling you tonight, amen, it's only God can really heal you completely from the inside out. And you have to believe it. It is by faith. It is by faith that I know God can heal me. I know God can, can touch. That's what he says through his word constantly over and over again. I, he says, I'm the God that healeth thee. Well, when are you going to believe it for yourself, friend? You can believe it for your neighbor. Well, what about yourself? God can heal you. God can deliver you. But that's for you, not for me. Why, is you, why are you the hard case? Why can't you be delivered, oh my gosh? 
See, the enemy, he lies to us and he, and he tries to convince us. And you know, every day that he does convince you, amen, is that you're throwing your life uh, like a roll of the dice. Like a roll of the dice. You don't know what will happen from here to next. Last week on, son, on Saturday, my uh, younger uh, son, uh, he was in a motorcycle accident. It just happened just like that. And he was in the hospital for at least a, a, a day and a half before he became conscious again. And then he, he was able to call the family and the family came together. Amen. And I've been with them all this week long. But what I am saying, Fred, is it, it, it doesn't matter who you are. Amen. It, it, it time, you know, you're rolling the dice. And that's why you're here, because it's God who brought you here. It's God. He said he's considered, he's, he's concerned about you. He's concerned about you. He knows what is around the corner. But the decisions come from us. So he lays it out. He lays it out, friend. Make your relationship solid with the Lord Jesus. It's the only thing that is real. The only thing that is real now, friend, you look on the TV and everything is fake. Uh, they're putting words in people's mouths uh, that, that you say, what, did you hear what he said? You don't even know, amen, if it's real. But God is real. Jesus is real. The Holy Spirit is real. A moment ago when we were worshiping God, the presence of God was here, friend. Don't allow your brokenness to consume you any longer. Friend, true wealth is in plain sight and right in front of you. You are seen through things only through your brokenness. That's why you don't see the answer in front of you. Because you see everything through your brokenness. Not for what really is in front of you. Your family is looking, is, how, is in need of you, friend. Your son and your daughter needs you, but you are still broken. You are too broken to even care to hear what they're saying. Our little children don't stay little. They grow up, amen. And what we do in front of them, they will do in front of us. We are their mentors. We are their heroes. <laughs> True family wealth begins when God heals a broken son broken father and a broken husband. True family wealth begins when God heals a broken daughter, a broken mother, and a broken wife by his love. Amen. That's what I have to tonight. Amen. <laughs> I give God glory. Amen. Let's bow our heads before the Lord. Father, thank you for your presence.
It's undeniably, Lord God, that you are standing here right with us. And before I open these altars in response to the word, at this time I would like to give an opportunity for anyone who has never given their life to Jesus Christ and would like to tonight. Let this night be the night. Friend, you've lived your life up to now and you find yourself all dried up. And you ask yourself, is this all there is? Listen to what the Bible says. Is anyone thirsty? Whoever is thirsty, accept the water of life. And the water of life, friend, he is referring to is Jesus Christ. He brings you true refreshing. Friend, you're in need of a Savior. Yes, you do. Yes, you are. You, are, you need Jesus. Anybody here, anybody here that would say, I need Jesus. Just lift your hand, friend. Just lift your hand. Anybody here that would say, I need Jesus. Yes, I see that hand. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? God is knocking at the door of your heart, friend. I need Jesus. Anybody else who would like to receive the Lord? Amen. If you're here tonight and you're here, you and there's and you need to make a recommitment to the Lord. Listen to it, son. Listen to it, daughter. In Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, it says, Come now. Let us reason together. Friend, I, I don't know what you have done that has driven you away from God. But here tonight, God is saying to you, come now. Let's just reason this out. Don't, don't stray any longer. He's not shutting you out. He's not standing with his arms folded. He's at, actually standing with his arms open, friend. And he bids you come. Bids you come. Anybody that needs to make that recommitment to the Lord, just raise your hand tonight, friend. Just raise your hand. Yes, I see those hands. Amen. The congregation, would you stand? And, and you too that had raised your hand, would you come and make a bold statement right here?